0: I grew up in very, a very God-fearing home with a father who talked to us all the time about how God converts his people. Read to us every Sunday night for 45 minutes. Filled his progress together with singing for a prolonged family worship, which often turned into two hours by all of our questions of our five children, us five children sitting at his feet. And a very Godfrey mother who didn't speak as freely, but was always on her knees. We'd see her on her knees every single day. And uh, when I was nine years old, I came under very deep conviction of sin uh, because the Lord answered one of my prayers very powerfully. And I went to my father's bookcase. As soon as that prayer was answered, I thought, I, I, I've got to read, I've got to play it <laughs> And I scanned all the books. and I found this book, "The Life and Death of Mr. Badman. I thought, well, I'm a bad boy, so that's the book for me by John Bunyan. I was at a very adult level, but I, I struggled through it at nine years old. And uh, then I began to read all my dad's Puritan books, those old Banner true paperback books. In in his bookcase, for about six months, I didn't even play with my brothers outside. I just had to find God, and then it all faded away. It was all temporary, temporary condition. But when I was fourteen, it came back in an unusual way. I was at school one day, and my I was grew up in a public school, and the teacher was an atheist. And he wrote on the board, I think it's actually, it was illegal at that time, there is no God, and he signed his name, J. Caleb, beneath him. And he said, give me three minutes to prove to you that there is no God. And he said, you can have the rest of the hour to try to prove me wrong. Now, at that time in my life, because I hadn't been liberated by the gospel, I was painfully shy. I mean, painfully shy. I never spoke in class, never raised my hand. And uh, he gave the traditional scenario about God can't be good and allow six million Jews to be exterminated and so on. And I just stood up. And theologically, I'm not sure till today how accurate this was, but I just defended God and said, you know, and he cried out, let his blood be upon us and our children. And God is always good. And he was so astonished to see me stand up. He was so astonished to hear me speak that he said, well, we'll we'll, we'll deal with this after class and come up to me, which I did. And I defended God again. But on the way home, walking home, I thought, I'm defending God in the classroom. And I don't even know who he is for myself. I'm lost. And I began to cry out for God. And it was... On a subsequent trip that my parents allowed me to take, I was 14 years old with my brother 17, another friend 20. For four weeks out west, we were coming back through Yellowstone National Park. We had to be at a church, we had to be one of our denominational churches, which was hundreds of miles away. And on uh, Saturday morning, we couldn't find the keys anywhere. And I had been so disappointed because I wanted to be converted on that trip. And, I, I, I longed to feel the reality of God when we saw the Rocky Mountains, but nothing special happened. And, and uh, as, as my brother and my friend went into the woods to look for a stick to try to open the trunk to find the keys, we just couldn't find them anywhere. We lifted up the sleeping mattresses. They weren't there. And so what happened... What happened was silence now what happened was I went back into the tent and I just fell on my face I was bawling like a baby and I just said oh Lord found the living God show me now just show me now and uh, I got up from my knees and though we lifted that sleeping bag up several times um, there was something hard underneath my knees and, and there were the keys now it's a small detail but what happened to me at that moment was unforgettable i became a lost sinner before a holy god i was on my way to hell this time it was the real thing i went home i told all my friends i cannot i cannot be your friend until i find god i came home from school every day hold myself up read the bible from beginning to end read good books puritan titles I was on my knees weeping crying out for god and i just thought that was a reprobate i found such god-fearing parents i destroyed myself and took 18 months under deep conviction of sin and finally we had a new minister named reverend else who came to town and he said to my grandfather in the family gathering for you too there's a way of escape in christ jesus mr and those words just penetrated my soul and for the first time in my life without even knowing the terms active and passive obedience. I understood that Jesus Christ died for me and obeyed the law for me and did everything for me that I needed to have done as an unworthy, hell worthy sinner. And the bonds were loose. I felt just like Bunyan, the burden rolling off my back. I went to bed that night. My hands were just in me air, crying, weeping, praising God till three in the morning. I got my dad out of bed and said, I've been saved. And saved, my sins are forgiven, and my dad didn't know if it was true yet. He was, he was. He said, you know, it's gonna kind of winter a while. Okay, okay, yeah, no problem. But I, it was the realest thing that ever happened in my life. And then it was a year later when I was working from for my dad pulling weeds out of the lawn when. Um, for a man, he had built this house. The man didn't want to use weed killer. For three weeks, I just pulled one weed after another. Wasn't thinking about anything special. And God just spoke to me. I, I don't know how to explain it, but go forth and preach the gospel to all nations. And I was this shy kid whose mouth was just being opened to tell others about the Lord. The next youngest minister was somewhere around 50 years of age, and I was 16. And I was just overwhelmed, I was shaking. And I went to the minister, and I said, well, what is this? I, I, I can't preach the gospel. I'm, I'm just a kid. And he goes, well, maybe the beginning of a call, and God will confirm it in other ways. And that's what happened. But from that day on, I never doubted for a moment that that call was real, just how it would be fulfilled I didn't know. So that's just a few words about my initial